Hey everybody, this is Dr. Sam Byrne, and I'd like to welcome you to another Eye Clarity Podcast. We've got some great questions today, so I think I'm just going to dive right in. This first question is from Barbara, and she is uh, suffering cataracts and glaucoma. And she's asking about uh, what I think about uh, IV chelation, urine challenge testing, and coconut charcoal for testing for cataracts and glaucoma. Well, what I would say, Barbara, is that the best ways to test for cataracts and glaucoma is to just go for a regular eye exam. And this is very simple because, you know, the doctor can dilate your eyes, can look at the lens of your eye and give you an assessment on the the stage of the cataract. And with glaucoma, the three tests that you want to get are a visual fields test, uh, an eye pressure check, and some kind of a, a picture of about the retina, the optic nerve. So they're now uh, tests that you can get that you don't have to use eye drops. Uh, and uh, they're scanning, retinal scanning devices that can take a pretty good 3D picture of the optic nerve. The key with glaucoma, of course, is the health of the, the optic nerve. The tests that you're referring to are a little more invasive. Uh, they're usually ordered by functional medicine doctors, naturopathic doctors, and they tend to you know, give you information about things like heavy metal toxicity, um, systemic inflammation, metabolic imbalances. Uh, certainly those things are contributing factors to cataracts and glaucoma. Um, I have found that doing chelation therapy can be very challenging for people um, if their, you know, their system is under stress to begin with. So I would enter that domain very, very carefully. It's not that I'm against IV chelation therapy, uh, but um, it can really stress your body. And, you know, let's say your adrenals are out of balance, your thyroid is off, let's say you've got some inflammation in your intestinal tract, uh, and then you're going to ask your body to get rid of heavy metals very intensely, like through chelation, um, I find that people's systems can shut down. And so they're not really building up their detoxification pathway. Uh, and this actually causes more harm than good. Certainly getting uh, some tests in the area of, you know, whether you have toxicities, whether you have inflammation, whether you have metabolic imbalances can be helpful as secondary reasons why you might be having glaucoma and cataracts. I think it comes down to some things that you want to change if you've got these particular uh, eye diagnoses. The first would be changing your lifestyle. The second would be reducing stress. The third would be uh, changing your diet. The fourth would be noting any pharmaceutical drugs that you're taking, which may be triggering some of the eye diseases and getting better sleep, getting enough uh, aerobic exercise every day. You know, these are the things that we look for. And it's a very gentle approach in 
um, you know, rebalancing your eyes and your body. And certainly the, the more, uh, you know, the protocols that I'm promoting, uh, my eye clarity exercise program, the eye drops, the nutrients, these are simple basic things that will naturally and organically help your body detox. Um, I don't know anybody in your area who does uh, this kind of uh, this kind of therapy. Um, this is why I've put uh, a lot of these uh, eye exercises and information on my website uh, so that you can uh, gain access to it uh, for free. And uh, I'm going to continue to do so. So I, I hope that helps. Uh, best of luck to you in your journey. This next question is from Faye, and she's asking about uh, cataracts and cataract eye drops. She's using something called NAC and acetylcarnosine, and she wants to use the MSM and the Cineraria eye drops and wonder if they are compatible. Well, Faye, thank you for your question, and um, I don't use NAC eye drops. However, uh, there was a research study that was done in 2002. It was published in a journal called Drugs RD. And the purpose of the study was to evaluate the effects of 1% NAC solution on lens clarity. And this was over uh, a 24 month period with people who suffered. Cataracts. It was a randomized placebo-controlled study. Uh, there were about 49 subjects, average age 65 uh, to 73. And the results of the study showed that topical uh, NAC showed potential for the treatment of uh, and prevention of cataracts. Now, it isn't something that um, I have found to be successful. Uh, you know, people ask me all the time, why aren't I using, you know, other eye drops and other methods? And the simple answer is because, you know, I've been doing this over three decades, and I've got thousands of patients that I've tried these different remedies and protocols on, and I've, uh, I have discovered a protocol that seems to work the best, and that's why I do it, and that's why I don't include some of these other things that are floating around on the internet. Uh, I think that uh, what I have found is that the MSMI drops uh, do a couple of things. They First of all, they're anti-inflammatory. Uh, they're a sulfur-based eye drop, and sulfur is the third leading trace mineral found in the body. It helps in the absorption of glutathione, which is the master antioxidant of the body. Um, it also helps improve the corneal permeability so that when we use the Cineraria eye drops, which help improve the lymph function of the eye, these are the, the cataract homeopathics, that the combination seems to work really well, especially in early stage cataracts. And you should start seeing success in three to six months. Uh, now, including glutathione and, you know, and overall um, things like lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin, vitamin C is another very important ingredient, ingredient in terms of lens health. Uh, 
the fats and oils, omega-3 fatty acids, reducing inflammation in your diet, uh, improving dietary absorption, reducing sugar or eliminating sugar, gluten, reducing or eliminating uh, gluten and dairy. Uh, So it's lifestyle, it's diet, it's stress reduction, it's blue blocking lenses that affect uh, the blue light affecting our eyes uh, negatively. Remember the blue light is a very small, uh, fast wavelength that bombards the eye. So if you're using digital devices, especially after 6 p.m., this can be another factor that uh, could be causing cataracts. So I don't use N-acetylcarnosine. I think that you would want to check with the folks that uh, manufacture it and see what they say about the uh, compatibility with MSM and Cineraria. I don't use it. So I can't really comment on it. I think use your judgment. And uh, thanks so much for the question. This next question is from Mary. She says, I have cataracts and will be needing surgery next year. Do any of your products contain lutein? Okay. Well, Mary, thank you for the question. And I think it's a really smart idea that you start thinking about boosting your eye nutrients. You know, I like to get my... um, eye nutrients through foods. That's my number one go-to. And you mentioned lutein as a carotenoid. I would add zeaxanthin, which is another carotenoid. I think those two in combination are really important. Now, where do you get those in your diet? You get lutein from the green leafy vegetables, spinach, kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli. Uh, So that would be one uh, thing to consider. And then in terms of zeaxanthin, Those are the orange pigment uh, vegetables, uh, things like squash and red and orange bell peppers, beets, carrots. Uh, So you're getting uh, 10 milligrams of lutein per 2 milligrams of zeaxanthin. You can either get that through a supplement, and you want to do that twice a day, or I would just boost your carotenoids, antioxidants in terms of your foods. You get this through a plant-based diet. Some vegetables and uh, fruits, the fruits would be things like strawberries, melons, blueberries. Um, These have a lot of antioxidants as well that are very good for your eyes. You know, when we talk about eye health, we talk about the things like the trace minerals, selenium, chromium, magnesium. Um, Again, you can get these from your uh, plant-based diet. If you eat animal products, one of the best sources of lutein is pasture-fed eggs. So remember that as part of the process. Your fats and oils are very important too. Omega-3 fatty acids uh, have been shown to be very helpful in terms of eye health. So if you're plant-based, you can eat, eat foods like walnuts, chia seeds, flax seeds, edamame, algae. And if you do eat animal products, then you could go for things like mackerel, salmon, and sardines. So fats and oils is another piece to the puzzle. Um, I would consider uh, to making sure you're getting uh, some daily probiotics. Uh, Again, if you have any inflammation going on in your body, that's going to interfere with your body's ability to heal when you have the surgery. So an anti-inflammatory diet is uh, important. 
Um, stress reduction is another factor. Um, a healthy lifestyle, making sure you're getting 20 to 30 minutes of aerobic exercise every day. And proper sleep. You know, sleep is so important in terms of our ability to recharge our batteries, our adrenals, our overall endocrine system. Now, when you have the cataract surgery, my recommendation would be get both eyes corrected for distance, and then you can use a pair of reading glasses over the uh, distance uh, lenses, and that will be the best way for you to integrate the cataract surgery. You know, there are these things out there like multifocal, bifocal contact lenses, or monovision where one eye is corrected for distance and one eye is corrected for near, you don't want to go down that road, even if your surgeon is promoting it, because it's going to confuse the brain. It's going to interfere with your depth perception. Some other things to be aware of is that after cataract surgery, you may have some dry eye. So using things like MSM eye drops, homeopathic eye drops, making sure you're getting enough fats and oils, specifically Omega-3 fatty acids, really important to neutralize some of the dry eye that you might experience from cataract surgery. And this is the most important thing that I'm going to say, that the lenses that the surgeon puts into your eyes does not have the blocking agent to block the blue light from your digital devices. See, our original hardware, our original lenses do carry a pigment that blocks the blue light. So my point is, is that if you don't have this blocking agent in the lenses that they're putting into your eyes, you're going to be more susceptible to the blue light damage, specifically for macular degeneration, and you're probably not going to be told this. So you want to make sure after cataract surgery, you have your doctor prescribe blue blocking lenses that you use after 6 p.m. for all digital devices, TV, uh, even if you have LED lights in your house, they, they emit blue light. And so blue light can definitely damage your retinal cells. So you want to protect yourself. Uh, but I think you're on to it with lutein. I would add these other things in the mix and you'll be good to go. So thank you so much for your question. All right. This next question is from Marilyn. Uh, this is also a cataract question. So she's had cataract surgery in both eyes, and the doctor said that she's got dry eye syndrome and some kind of a macular problem. I don't quite understand, uh, but she writes the word macula. So um, she wants to know what she can take uh, to help her situation. Okay, so uh, as I said in the last question, um, you know, one of the issues that comes up around cataract surgery is that there can be some dry eye syndrome. So it's very important that you increase your omega-3 fatty acids, and you want to do so, if you can, through your foods. Um, if you want to take a supplement, uh, you're looking at taking 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams of omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, I've reported on a number of studies which correlate omega-3 fatty acids improving tear production and corneal density in the nerves, which means that the omega-3 fatty acids have actually improved macular uh, corneal health. Now, in terms of uh, the eye drops, 
I would consider the 5% MSM to start with. They, they won't sting, whereas the 15% MSM might sting a little bit for a few seconds. I would do the MSM either with the eye massage or the eye bath. Another eye drop I would use would be Similiacin. This is an over-the-counter homeopathic eye drop that you could use. I would use, use those in tandem, uh, maybe four to eight times a day, you know, really bathing your eyes in those eye drops. Uh, they're excellent as a way to lubricate, moisturize, and keep your eyes from drying out. And once you get a loading dose, after a while, the corneas will be less dry if you use enough of the eye drops. So you've got those two things uh, and the, the, the omega-3 fatty acids and the eye drops. I would also consider um, probably an eye supplement at this point. Um, you know, the, the thing about the cornea is that it needs um, vitamin B, B-complex, vitamin C, collagen health, vitamin E, beta carotene or vitamin A, uh, and even these things like um, bilberry, which is a wonderful herb, uh, quercetin, uh, and then of course your trace minerals, selenium, chromium, magnesium, um, and I would consider glutathione uh, as well. Uh, so those would be things that would boost not only your cornea, but also the macula. So here we are with the macula. One of the ways to boost macular health is increasing your carotenoids, lutein, zeaxanthin, and astaxanthin. These carotenoids have been found, and there's a lot of studies that point to this, that when you increase your carotenoids, you reduce oxidative stress in the macula and you improve macular health. Since you've had cataract surgery, I'm going to recommend the blue blocking glasses for all digital devices. Uh, most likely the cataract lenses don't have the blue blocking agent in it. So this is where you want to protect your maculas by using the blue blocking lenses. You can ask your doctor about them. Uh, I think that it's critically important for people who've had cataract surgery to use blue blocking lenses as a way to protect their maculas after cataract surgery. So Marilyn, I hope that helps. Best of luck to you. All right, this next question is from Annie. She's asking about uh, something which she says, long sight in one eye, short sight in the other. And she says she has that naturally. Could it cause problems in the future? She says she's 60 years old and when she finds it's useful to go without her glasses a lot of the time, but she gets headaches if she goes all the time without the glasses. All right, Annie, I'm going to tell you about a case history. I had a patient with your situation and she developed something called a macular pucker, which means there was a wrinkle in the macula of her eye, and she was in monovision, naturally. One eye was corrected for distance, one eye was corrected for near. So when you're in that situation, the eye that you're using for distance, the other eye is suppressed. The brain suppresses that to avoid double vision, so you basically just are using one eye for distance, and then the other eye that you're reading with, the distance eye is suppressed by the brain, and um, so you're not using your eyes together, and it puts a lot of pressure on the eye that you're relying on. And in this particular case, 
this lady's macula began to wear out. Uh, so it became a problem for her. So one of the things I would do is I would go to your eye doctor and I would get a prescription, probably in glasses, where you correct the, uh, the, the short-sighted eye for distance so that it matches up with the, the other eye so that both eyes are then used for distance. And then have them make up a second pair of glasses that the, the eye that's for distance is matched up so that it matches the other eye so that both eyes are used for reading. These would be um, a great pairs of glasses for you to use to start to use both eyes together. So it's balancing your eyes um, depending on if you're at distance or at near. Another thing that I would recommend would my, be my exercise called Eye Dialogue. This is on my website. You just type in Eye Dialogue. This is using an eye patch and actually asking your eye that's not patched some questions so that you get more connected to each eye separately and it begins to get the eyes to work together from an internal vision point of view. And it's very revealing when you patch an eye and you start talking to the other eye how well or how well they don't communicate and work together. So your vision is very split right now and eventually you're going to pay the price because you're depending on that particular eye to do all the work while the other eye is suppressing. So I hope that's helpful. Great question. Okay, this is the last question today, and uh, this is from Claudia. She says, is it usual for vision to get more blurred before it gets better with cataracts? And I think she's referring to uh, using the eye drops and using my protocol. So with cataracts, this is a problem with metabolic waste. It's free radical damage, oxidative stress. And when you're using uh, MSM eye drops, that's a natural detoxifier. Um, if you're using the Cineraria eye drops, that is improving the lymph function. If you're using glutathione, that's also a detox. So sometimes your eyes will appear like they're getting worse, which is part of the free radicals getting released into the eyes. So there's some strategies here that you can do. Three strategies. Number one, reduce the dosage of the eye drops until your eyesight clears up. So maybe you're just using the eye drops once a day or once every other day. Once your eyes clear up, then you can go back and you know revisit and maybe increase the dosage. The second thing you can do is to increase the lymph. After you put the eye drops in, do the eye massage and the end palm hum. Uh, these exercises improve the eye lymph, and they will help push the metabolic waste away from the eyes so that you will get eventually more clarity. The third aspect of this is to support yourself with a healthy diet. So that means a dose of probiotics in the morning before you eat, a lot of fats and oils, an anti-inflammatory diet, uh, a lot of plant-based foods with antioxidants. Uh, remember your carotenoids. 
Uh, vitamin C is very important for the lens of the eye. Glutathione is very important for the lens of the eye. If your diet is really healthy, you will have a natural detoxification process going on. What people fail to do is include their systemic and metabolic health in this process of reversing cataracts. You can't just work locally on the eyeball. You have to work systemically and metabolically. The last thing I would say is watch your sugar intake. There have been studies that actually correlate eating foods with sugar in it and causing cataracts to form. So reducing or eliminating sugar, eating low glycemic index uh, foods so that the the sugar index is much lower. Um, Consider either no gluten or low gluten, um, low or no dairy. Again, your diet plays a big role in your lens health. So I hope that's helpful. Thank you so much for the question. So that's all I have time for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.